If you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. If you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. <laughs> wake up and pay attention, bitches. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's episode of Tea with Thompson, the one-stop shop for all things random because such is my life. If you are one of the magical 25 people who tune in and listen to me each and every week ramble on and on and just burst into song like some kind of floozy musical, then you are in the right spot and I appreciate the fuck out of you. I do. If you are new, then congratulations. You are probably going to be listening to the most random person you've ever met in your life, and that is me, a title I hold near and dear to my heart. But if you stick with me, everything will come full circle. I always make it back to the station, if you know what I mean. But this week, we are actually sipping on some tea. It is a twisted tea. I made some sweet tea last night and just added a splash of Malibu rum, you know, she cute or whatever. But that is what we are bopping to this evening. So as always, sit back, relax, and let's have a great fucking show. So you guys, I actually talked to your favorite individual. Yes, yes, yes. So this week's segment of talking to Teresa. So Teresa just FaceTimed me not too long ago, and I got this, like, uneasy feeling that I was like, oh shit, I'm being listened to. I need to, like, be PG or whatever. And so I, I look at her, and I'm basically like, um, fat lady, because that's one of the things we say to each other. And I'm like, fat lady, um, why do I feel like I can't be myself? And she's like, because I'm at the hospital. And I'm just like, oh my God, why are you at the hospital? And so apparently granny isn't doing too hot. And so the family flew up. And so they are at the hospital. And there can only be so many people in a room because, you know, coronavirus. And um, so I'm sitting there talking to her. And she, she's talking about how she is fasting from the internet. And I'm just kind of like, hmm, um, why? Por qué? Por qué, Teresa? And she's like, ah, it just eats up my time. Again. Por qué? Um, you are retired, so what else would you be doing other than, like, scrolling through Facebook? She's, like, cleaning. <laughs> and I'm, like, a uh, little backstory. So the only people who live at home right now, because my stepbrother just recently flew to Coop and moved back to Tennessee, um, is my mama, um, Granny. My mama's husband, Giovanni, and that little bitch, Bella. Um, so these are all adults living in the house. And um, the youngest person in the house is Bella. I think she's like four or five months old. So I'm just like, 
what is there what is there to clean, Teresa? Why is your house so messy when ain't nobody living in your house? So Teresa was talking about how um, she, she was like, I finally got all my pictures hung up. So you guys have to tell y'all a little story. So once upon a many moons ago, I bought my mom like this um, framed photograph of me. Well, not framed, but it's a canvas. So like canvas.com or whatever that place is. Um, I bought her like one of my favorite photos of me in uniform. And I look like... I look army as fuck, y'all. Um, but I actually look hella professional. And there's like all these flags behind me. And it's, it's a cute-ass photo. It's a bomb-ass photo. And I took it myself, you know. Like the little creative that I am. Virgo. Uh, <laughs> and I took the photo myself. And it's like my favorite photo of me in uniform. And um, so I sent it to her as like a Mother's Day gift or whatever. Well, the website was having like this super sale... And they went ahead and just bumped everybody's photo to, like, the biggest size that they have. So, instead of my mom getting, like, the 13 by 16 or whatever it was, she has, like, this 24 by 36 of me in uniform. So, she's like, oh, I can't really put the photo up because it kind of just looks like a memorial. <laughs> She has this giant ass photo of me in uniform like I am gone. But that's not the case. I'm very much here. Weekly, you know, Tina Thompson. Duh! <laughs> but um, yeah, we were talking and she's doing okay. She's fasting from the internet, you guys. So um, there's one less, one less baby boomer surfing the World Wide Web. All of your raunchy photos are safe for yet another dawn. But that's what's going on with Teresa. She is doing fine. She is no longer rocking the feathered bang. Just so you know, that, that went out a long time ago. Um, but yeah, that is this week's segment of Talking to Teresa. So if you listen closely... You can hear the soothing sounds of a German summer rain. It got into the mid-80s today, which for us has been rare lately because it's been cold as fuck. Like, since winter. And the past couple days, it's finally started climbing up in the temperature, so I knew it was going to rain today. But any time... It rains. It just takes me to a certain place. And I'm going to take y'all there with me because it just, it just brings me to time on my hands since you've been away, boy, and I ain't got no plans. No, 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 no. But and the sound of the rain against my window pane is slowly, slowly driving me insane. Boy, I'm going down. I'm going down. Cause you ain't around, baby. My whole world's up 
upside down. Now, I have a funny story to go with this. Okay, so back into the late 90s. So I'm taking y'all all the way back, okay? So stay with me. So back in the late 90s when Teresa was still rocking a feathered bang. Yes, a feathered bang. There was so much hairspray going on in my house growing up. But back when she was still rocking a feathered bang, Dollar Tree used to sell like these echoing mics. And... um. My sister had like a hot pink one and I had like a lime green one and you would talk into it and be like, hello, 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 how are you, how are you, how are you, how are you. So, um, you know, obviously as kids, we were like singing, um, uh, skim it a rinky dinky dink, skim it a rinky do, I love you, like into these mics. And we thought we were like Britney Spears and Mariah Carey, you know? We were American Idol. Um, <laughs> but so we had these little mics. And I just remember vaguely um, flashes of this scene. And so in we're in the living room and it's empty. I don't even think we had a coffee table in there yet. So I think we had probably just moved into the apartment. And we had this god-awful floral furniture. Now, if you are a late 80s baby or early 90s baby, everybody had this god-awful furniture. If, if you came up in any ethnic household, there are things you never forget. You had that devil plastic on the floor that when you stepped on the wrong side of it, it ended your whole life. I know some of y'all right now are just like... Like, some of y'all know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, especially if you're a melanated individual. If you are black, you know what that, like, I want to call it, like, hall runner plastic was that was mostly in people's, like, entranceways so you didn't ruin the carpet because carpet was a huge thing in the 80s and the 90s. So, um, but you would step on it and it would end your soul. Like these little plastic spikes would kill you. Like, oh, just, just thinking about it, just, oh, I remember so many days where we're running through the house and my grandma or somebody had um, lifted up the floor runner to vacuum, but they didn't quite put it down right away and it just stops you in your tracks and oh it was it was death but other than that everybody had this god awful floral furniture so i go back into the photo albums flip all the way back to when you were maybe four or five if you're my age so you were maybe four or five and it was a love seat, uh, a couch, and a chair, and it was wooden. Ooh, y'all, it's starting to storm. And it was wooden, and it had like this beige velour kind of um, seat. And with this beige velour kind of seat, there was this like flowers, and I think there was some kind of like um, what are those like water windmill things called? But, you know, it kind of like uh, water turbine, whatever the fuck it is. Um, I had one of those on it and there were some flowers. But, um, yeah, so back 
during that time with Teresa and her feathered bang and the horrible floral couch, I remember one evening um, it was raining outside and my sister had my mic because it was the green one. My sister had my mic and she's singing, I'm going down. And when she says down, she kind of wiggles to the ground. I'm going down. I'm going down. So anytime it rains outside, that's kind of like what's going through my mind. Like Mary J. Blige. Sleep don't come easy. Boy, please believe me. Since you've been gone, everything's gone wrong. And my sister going, I'm going down. (laughs) I'm going down. (laughs) She listens to this show. So, hey, Nicole. Hey, Kendra. (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about her. Kendra, um, I don't know if she told you this story yet, but yeah, Teresa can verify. She got the receipts. So this week's episode on what's Thompson watching, we are dedicating this episode to The Conjuring. The Conjuring series has a new... What are we... We're not going to... We can't call this a trilogy. So there is going to be a new installment. There we go. That's going to be the word. There is a new installment to the Conjuring universe. So, of course, the original Conjuring movie starring Vera Fargma, I want to say that's how you say her name, who plays Lorraine Warren, and Patrick Wilson. Let me let me just take a second to tell y'all, Patrick Wilson could fucking get it. This dude is sexy as fuck in a, like, 1950s leave it to beaver kind of way. Like, I would let this man do unspeakable things to me. Like, I'm, I'm just saying. So, um, Patrick Wilson, I'm sure you're married to an amazing woman. But if that doesn't ever work out and you... (sighs) Want to see what the other side's like. I am available. (laughs) Um, Of course, he doesn't listen to this show. So that's not going to go anywhere. But they play Ed and Lorraine Warren in The Conjuring. And they do an amazing job. I watched the original Conjuring probably more than 50 times. Um, There was a point in my life where I was watching it almost every single day. And that went on for quite some time. That movie is just amazing. The plot is good. The story is good. There's just enough jump scares to kind of get you going. There's just enough, like, flashbacks. Like, if you watch the Conjuring series, there's all kinds of flashbacks to, like, Ed and Lorraine's past, which kind of, like, sets you up for um, some of their previous... um, Cases, I guess that's what these are going to be called. Some of their previous cases, because they kind of, ooh, words. They kind of tie several cases into each of the films, so you kind of get, like, bits and pieces. And the cool thing about them is because they are an actual couple who actually did this, um, you can kind of Google things about them, and each ep- not episode, each movie, I kind of find out new things about them, so... I think these movies are fucking awesome because they're loosely based on, like, facts um, or true events. Loosely based on true events. So, to me, that, like, ups the spooky factor. 
And so far, um, from best to worst, how I would rate the movies would be The Conjuring, The Nun, and then The Conjuring 2. Um, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of The Conjuring 2. It just, it didn't quite do it for me. But this new installment, because that's the word we chose to use, um, installment. The new installment, uh, hmm, was kind of a near miss. Um, it definitely has everything you've come to expect and love in a Conjuring movie. There's all the flashbacks that show you Ed and Lorraine's past and kind of tells you more about who she is and the gifts that she was given. And it delves deeper into more spooky things and more um, satanic and cult um, items and stuff of that nature. Um, but this film just did not do it for me and I'm I'm gonna watch it again I'm gonna watch it before I go to bed so actually right when I'm done recording for the night um I'm going to watch it and who knows maybe when with the storm outside and it being dark and spooky maybe it'll give me life but um when I was watching it this morning I just really wasn't in it it just it it's not a horrible movie because it's it's a conjuring film and it's what you've come to love. Mm, it is what you've come to love and expect from them. But there was just something missing. And I can't put my finger on it. So um, many of you are going to have your own opinion about the film that is just mine. And like I said, it's not a horrible movie. It just... Something was a little off this time for me. But if you want to see it, it is on HBO Max. It's streaming on HBO Max along with um, the new Mortal Kombat movie and this new cute little show called The Hacks. H-A-C-K-S. And it's basically about this... Um, Las Vegas resident comedian um, who's kind of like past her prime and this script writer who's kind of like too raw for TV um, they kind of like pair together to make each other better and at the beginning of the show obviously that comedian she's like this rich and wealthy woman and she treats the script writer like a bitch um, but I'm only on episode four, but on episode, up to like episode four, they've kind of have like this um, unspoken respect for each other. So it's a super cute show. And it's um, right now, I think they have like eight episodes. Like I said, I'm only on episode four. But since you're already going to be on the app, since you're going to be watching The Conjuring, the devil made me do it. And if you might check out... Um, the Nevers, and the new Mortal Kombat movie. So you might as well just go ahead and check out Hacks too. I mean, what else do you have to lose? Obviously, if you're listening to me, you have free time. So let's be honest and save all of those to your favorites because you're going to want to watch them. Yes. 
So for this week's segment of Gaming with T, we are not talking about Outriders. We are not talking about the horrible game that is Biomutant. We are not talking about Diablo 3. We are talking about a little game called Necromunda Hired Gun. Necromunda Hired Gun is on platforms PlayStation, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, for you lucky bitches who have one, Xbox Series X and Series S, and Microsoft Windows. It is a shooter video game, adventure game, platform game, fighting game, and adventure. I have never heard of, like, the Warhammer universe, but this game, to me, is kind of like if... Doom and Diablo had a baby. Um, you're pretty much just running around completely destroying shit. So I'll read you what the Google says, um, as always. Um, Necromunda Hired Gun is a fast-paced first-person shooter set in the Warhammer 40k universe. Unlike the games that usually take place in this world, Hired Gun requires relentless movement, shooting, and utilization of special skills. Look at me using big words. Utilization. Plus, you have a powerful dog companion. So, in this game, um, basically it's... It's kind of like a, a knockoff Diablo, not Diablo, damn, a knockoff Doom. But they give you like this dog that you have that can do shit. Um, and at first, it's just kind of like a Mastiff, you know? Like it's a cute dog that you can like, um, you press circle on the controller and it's like squeaky, squeaky. It's a little squeaky toy and then it, it'll attack people that are like in the direct vicinity. And the dog just appears out of nowhere, like... Don't even try to figure out how this dog just pops up out of nowhere. He's like in some invisible kennel and just just magically appears and fucks shit up. But you have this like dog that you can um, attach all this shit to. Like so as you're playing the game, you know, like most um, shooters, you're playing the game and you're fucking shit up and um, you're upgrading your character. But you can also upgrade the dog. But when you upgrade the dog, you're basically, like, destroying him and turning him into, like, this weird, bionic, Cujo killing machine, you know? Um, it's some real, like, Pet cemetery type shit. But, um, but yeah, so, so far I've been kind of playing this game. I had never really heard of it. Um, I saw a quick little trailer and I was like, hmm can't be worse than Biomutant, so I gave it a shot, and so far I like it, but at the same time, I really like Doom, well, Doom 2016, I have to specify, so um, I really like Doom 2016, and once I kind of learned, like, the mechanics of it, I was kind of like, okay, cool, like, I can get down with this, and so it's the same type of thing, this game doesn't really have a good plot, I'm, I haven't really played a ton of it, to be completely honest with you, I've only put in maybe two hours into this game but I fucking love it it's it's chill it's so as long as you make it from one checkpoint to the next you don't have to put a ton of time into this game you know what I mean so it's not a game that you have to be like oh shit now now what was I doing no because you're basically just entering an area blowing some shit up shooting a bunch of people collecting some shit and then you're moving on to another area it's it's not something that's going to take a lot of time and energy it's not like Zelda Breath of the Wild where you actually have to like 
feed your person and clothe them correctly. No, it's it's not even like Outriders where you have to kind of remember what's going on. Um, it's just a good fuck some shit up kind of game. That's all it is. It's just a wholesome, bloody, gory mess. And it's it's cute. It is it is what it is. Apparently, apparently the other um, Warhammer games are turn-based. This is not a turn-based game. And for those of you who um, don't know what turn-based is, it's kind of like you, you go, you do your attack, and then you can't do anything because the computer is doing their attack. So it's kind of like I go, you go, I go, you go, like a checkers game, you know? Um, but this is not a turn-based game. This is actually like a shooter. So, yeah, it it is what it is, I guess. It's, um, I've enjoyed it. I've only put a little bit into it. It's $40 for the game. But, yeah, after the flop that was Body Mutant that I spent that money on, I was like, hey, why not, you know? So, if you're into things like Doom and you have maybe experienced the Warhammer universe, who knows? Maybe you already know about this and you've already been playing this game for a hot minute and you are hella farther than me. I'm on, like, level three. Um, I'm still on the train. If that, if that gives you any idea as to where I am in the universe right now. But so far, it's cool. Like I said, it's not a game that you have to put a lot of thought or energy into. It's just kind of a game where you sit down, you're going to fuck some shit up for a little bit, and then you can turn it off. Like, no harm, no foul. So if you plan on checking out the game, let me know what you think about it. If you've already been playing the game, let me know what you think about it. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. So I, I just, I, mm, I really have to get this off my chest. Ugh, I get it. Some of y'all are in such a rush to look 97 that you feel this overwhelming urge to grow what you call a beard on your face. Now, let me tell you what a beard is. Is. A beard is when the hair on your face, you can't see any cheek. It is actual hair, you know, like it covers your skin on your face, you know. Um, they have to trim it and take care of it or else they kind of look like the people from Duck Dynasty, you know. A beard is full and sexy when it's well kept but a lot of y'all are running around here with what looks like the remnants of a barbershop floor glued to your face and you just look a mess I, honestly not everybody can rock a beard if you can't grow a beard, that is the number one reason you should not be trying to rock a beard. I'm pretty sure that during like COVID or whatever, your girlfriend or your wife or your boyfriend was just kind of like, whatever, you ain't leaving the house, so you do you, boo. But a lot of y'all are looking homeless as fuck. 
Like, it's just not a good look for you. You look old. And not even just old. You look old and unkept. Like, why? Please, please, y'all stop lying to your friends about that patchy-ass hair that they have on their face that they call a beard. It is not a beard. And the same thing for mustaches. Not everybody can rock a fucking mustache. Just because you have hair on your upper lip does not mean it should be there. I get it. I'm all about body positivity. I'm all about a thick thighs save lives, big boy season, big girl season, like body yada yada yada. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about you looking your very best with just some basic grooming of thine face. Some basic grooming of the face. I'm not even going to get into haircuts. But just, if you can't grow a beard, shave your face. Some of you are just meant to rock a goatee. If you can grow in a full goatee and you want facial hair for some reason, then grow a goatee. But stop it with the patchy ass beard and you talk about, oh yeah, my beard coming in nice. No. It's not. You're 35. You ain't never going to have a beard. If it's not there yet, boo, it's not happening. Most of you know by the age of 18 to 23 whether or not you're going to have a beard. Those those hairy people in your high school who you were like, damn, like they have beards. If you are 35 and you do not have one yet, then baby, it's not in the cards for you. Unless you really, truly want a beard that bad, they have lace fronts. Go get a lace front. But if you're going to do it, do it. Because y'all out here looking old as fuck. Old as fuck. Like, some of y'all with these scraggly ass facial hair just be looking like 56 for no damn reason. And you're not even in your 30s. If you can't grow a beard, don't. If you are not going to take care of your mustache, stop. Because that porno 70s stash only looks good on about 1% of the population. 1%. This is, this is me just giving y'all a public safety announcement because a lot of your friends aren't going to be honest with you. So there it is. I said my piece. So just so you all know, I'm not like endorsed by Chubby's shorts or whatever. I'm just going to talk about them for a little bit because I really fucking like them. So if you are like me and you have kind of like a fat ass and thick thighs, then finding any kind of clothes that fit you properly is hard, especially as a man, because they don't really make clothes for men who have a shape. And if you work out and you do leg day more than once a month, then it's kind of hard to find nice shorts that fit you nice and don't leave any kind of weird gaps or it's just hard as fuck to find clothes that fit. But about a year ago, I was introduced to Chubby's. Chubby's is um, a brand that I found that sells men's shorts um and they're kind of like those I call it um frat boy shorts because they they sell like the normal seven inch inseam but they have the five inch inseam 
hold on, let me make sure I'm telling you that correctly. No, five and a half inch inseam, like um, khaki shorts. So if you ever see, y'all, it's still storming outside. So if you ever see guys in pictures or something with like shorts that are like mid-thigh, they're probably chubbies. Now, chubbies are super, super comfortable, and they're actually not that expensive for being as comfortable as they are. They're about $54 a pair. I only have two pairs of their actual shorts, but I have like 17 pair of their like athletic shorts because if you know me, when I'm in the gym, I like my shorts to have like that spandex lining because I don't wear underwear. <laughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> that was a little out of nowhere so high. I'm <laughs> Thompson. 31 years old, I'm a Virgo, and I hate underwear because, once again, I have thighs, and if you have thighs and anytime you wear boxer briefs or anything, they always kind of roll up, and it's just, I'm, I gave up on underwear in, like, the sixth grade, so, um, I like my athletic shorts to have, like, the built-in liner, but these Shorts are incredible. Like, I'm actually wearing a pair right now because um, for the first time in a hot minute, Germany's decided that it's summertime. So I'm currently today wearing, like, the khaki, like, the camel khaki color. Um, and it's cute because kind of like how Lucky Brand Denim has, um, uh, like, something written on the zipper. These have boom shakalaka. <laughs> written in the zippers. So, like, I'm on the website right now, um, chubbiesshorts.com, and um, when you sign up for their little, um, oh, they have a four inch. When you sign up for their website, anytime you spend money there, you kind of save some money. So I kind of have, I think I have like $10 off my next purchase. I, they get a lot of my fucking money. But um, they have a new four inch inseam. Four inch stretch. I'm about to get me some of these. And like I said, they're not that expensive. They are about $60, but for men's clothes, you're going to pay that much anyways. So if you have not already, go check them out. They also have like hoodies and swimwear and stuff like that. And when it gets cold outside, they have fleeces. But um, I love Chubby's swimwear. I mean, not their swimwear their fucking um, shorts, and their athletic wear. If you've ever been on my Instagram, then if you've seen me in gym clothes, nine times out of ten I'm wearing chubby sh um, athletic shorts. Once again, I am not sponsored by chubbies. <coughs> Foot stump foot stump <laughs> but they are super super comfortable and I am always down to talk about a product that I believe in and that I actually use so go check them out um if you wear chubbies then let me know um which ones are your faves and if you have not trust me buy a pair for your husband he may not be into the mid um thigh shorts um but that is very 2021 to wear like a khaki short that's above the knee but they also like I said have the seven inch which stops like right at the knee and they're super super comfortable so go buy your boyfriend your husband your uncle your dad go buy him a pair of shorts he's bound to love them they're not that expensive and trust me if he has thick thighs then you just saved his life
And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, wouldn't you fucking know it that when the show is finally over, so is the storm. It was literally raining and storming its ass off here, y'all. And now that I'm doing my closing remarks, um, I don't even think it's raining anymore. But for you magical people who tune in each and every week, my heart goes out to you. I am so appreciative, and I hope you enjoy the show. For you new people, I... Love you. Welcome to the family. I hope you learned something. I hope I made you laugh. And as always, I hope I put a smile on your face. If you would like to know what's going on in my life behind the scenes, you can check me out on Twitter. That's T with Thompson, T-E-A with Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N at Twitter. And you can kind of see, um, I, try my best to post things that I've been talking about in the show on Twitter so you can kind of check things out, especially if there's like photos I'm talking about or some like news events. So I try to post them there. If you would like advice on anything, if you would like to talk to me about a specific topic or just want to let me know how you like the show, then you can always reach out to me at my email. That's T with Thompson, T-E-A with Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N at gmail.com. And who knows, if there's anything interesting or scandalous, you may end up on next week at... Mm, words. You may end up on next week's episode. As always, stay motivated, get caffeinated, and let's have a great fucking day. <laughs>